from Wish TV and the All Indiana Podcast Network. This is the News 8 Daily 8 Podcast with Wish TV's Kylie Conway. A Wish TV News 8 update. Hi, this is Kylie Conway, and this is the News 8 Daily 8 for Friday, February 11th. Expect showers to slide in during the morning hours. Areas to the far north could see a rain-snow mix, and then we're going to have more showers likely this afternoon. By late tonight into early tomorrow morning, there could be a few snow showers that get into the mix in our state. Highs today are going to jump back above average, topping out in the low to mid-40s, but we are in for a much colder weekend. And police say they are fed up after a shooting left a man critically wounded. Police responded to a house on Wallace Avenue late last night. It's near Roselawn Park on the northeast side. Officers who were there at the scene told us that they found the man at the front yard. IMPD says there is no immediate threat to the community, but officers are frustrated with the neighborhood violence. IMPD is extremely tired of this, much like the community. Night after night after night, we keep consistently having people that are shot and stabbed. Guns, violence is not the answer. Police ask anyone with information to come forward. You can call Detective Justin Gray at 317-327-3475. Police say poor lighting may have led to a person's death last night. Officers say a driver hit and killed someone walking near 36th and Keystone around 9 last night. The driver stayed at the scene. Investigators haven't released any other information about the driver or the victim. Police specifically noted that the area is very dark at night and has limited street lighting. The Purdue University police officer at the center of a viral video is on leave this morning because the police chief says the officer is getting death threats. The video shows Officer John Selk on top of a student, Adonis Tuggle, during an arrest. His forearm over Tuggle's face and neck. The video does not show the moments leading up to it. Campus police say it started Friday with a call of a woman possibly being held against her will. The police chief says he'll release body cam video after an internal review is finished. Some students say they want it released now, but campus police are also looking into the threats. And Purdue President Mitch Daniels says that the state police will also look at the situation. In a statement, Daniels says there are no subjects Purdue takes more seriously than campus safety, student well-being, and proper police conduct. He promises both an internal review and an independent investigation by state police and says the inquiry into the police officer's handling of the situation will be swift and thorough. Indiana's top police officer says the murder of Abby Williams and Libby German still haunts him. Sunday marks five years since the two girls disappeared on a trail in Delphi. News 8's Demi Johnson spoke with the state police superintendent who believes there will eventually be an arrest. I wish we could tell people and literally the world what we know. And one day we'll be able to, but today's not that day. The list of what Indiana State Police say they know and what the public wants to know keeps growing. It's been five years since Abby Williams and Libby German were murdered. In the months and years since, we've seen two sketches of possible suspects, heard a recording from Libby's cell phone, and most recently learned about a social media profile named Anthony Schatz. Court documents uncovered by Wish TV say Kagan Klein admitted to creating and using the account to get more than 100 sexual pictures and videos of underage girls. Klein made that admission in February 2017, just 12 days after the girls were murdered. But he wasn't arrested until more than three years later. I asked State Police Superintendent Doug Carter how that was allowed to happen and why it took nearly five years to tell people about the account. I will just simply say that we have 
gleaned a tremendous amount of information over five years. Okay. And we would, if there was a, any meaningful reason to talk about it or act on it, we would have. A couple years ago, at a press conference, you said the killer could be in this room. Yes. Do you believe that your investigators have interviewed this person? I'm not going to go there. I don't think it'd be a proper for, it'd be proper for me to do that. But I do think that the killer would be watching this interview. What do you want to say to him? Uh, what the family says today could be the day. Sleep well. Today could be the day. Maybe it's tomorrow. If we're sitting here, February 2023, do you believe, based on what you know, not what the public knows, but what you know, that we'll be talking about an arrest? You, you are really creative when you ask me questions. Personally, I'm very critical of myself. And I certainly hope that by the time that my run here ends, that there's an arrest made. I think it'll be before that. And that's all. I'm Demi Johnson for Wish TV, wishtv.com, and follow us on Facebook. Kagan Klein wants a judge to delay his trial. As Demi mentioned, Klein faces 30 counts connected to child pornography and child solicitation. He filed a request yesterday to postpone his trial, currently set for the end of May. Klein is not charged in the Delphi murder. No one is. Prosecutors say he is behind the social media account, Anthony Schatz. President Joe Biden wants Canada's prime minister to use federal powers to end the blockade at the border. Truck drivers are protesting COVID restrictions, including vaccine mandates at three border crossings. That includes the ambassador bridge between Windsor and Detroit. It is a huge uh, necessity for trade going back and forth between the U.S. and Canada. Now, Windsor police tweeted overnight that they've brought in outside support to help end the protests peacefully. The blockade has had a big impact on automakers with factories along the border. Ford says its Windsor plant shut down Wednesday over the lack of parts. It says the plant reopened yesterday. GM says its first shift at the Flint plant was sent home two hours early for the same reason. Chinese automaker Stellantis did the same thing at its Jeep plant in Toledo. And Biden is giving Americans in Ukraine a stern warning, leave now. In a taped interview, Biden said that things could go crazy quickly. It's amid tensions between Ukraine and Russia. He added that the U.S. will not send troops to help Americans evacuate. The White House recently approved a plan for the nearly 2,000 troops stationed in Poland to help Americans fleeing to that country, though. Biden is expected to speak with European and NATO leaders today about the situation. The House Select Committee investigating the Capitol insurrection does not yet have records for some of the phone conversations former President Trump had the day of the riot. The Associated Press reports the committee has call logs, but those may not include those made with personal cell phones. Republican Senator Mitt Romney says lawmakers do not know what's been lost and what they're able to recover. He has a long list of things he's done that I consider to be very detrimental to the nation. And uh, I add this to the list. I don't put it at the top of the list. It's more down towards the bottom, given the other things that for which he was impeached and for which I voted to remove him from office. The House Oversight and Reform Committee says it's also investigating Trump and whether he violated the Presidential Records Act after it came out that boxes of records were at his Florida estate. The National Archives says it's having the records shipped back to Washington. An Indiana man is sharing his story and hopes with IT Mate that new rules will save him from legal action over repaying pandemic unemployment benefits. James Shear was a bartender when the pandemic began. He says the Department of Workforce Development claims he defrauded the unemployment system. 
He says the Department of Workforce is demanding that he pays back $12,000 and is threatening legal action. According to Scheer, it's the department's computer system that failed. Yeah, anyone knowing about this, even them, would would just be incredible. I mean, that's the big, that's the whole reason I've done any appeal is just so that they know that I didn't, you know, I didn't do this on purpose. I just, you know, their system wasn't designed for the pandemic. And now that's my fault. Scheer believes he qualifies for forgiveness under the new state and federal government rules for unemployment repayments. The DOWD says waivers apply if the department makes a mistake and repayment is a hardship. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash acquire. That's linkedin.com slash acquire. Terms and conditions apply. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. A popular word game led to the rescue of a woman from a terrifying ordeal, Wordle is a daily online game that prompts players to share their score. A woman in the northwest suburbs of Chicago and her daughter in the Pacific Northwest are avid players and send each other their results. But when Denise Holt didn't send her Sunday, her daughter felt something was wrong. She says she tried to reach her mom other ways and eventually called police from hundreds of miles away to check on her mom. They found her locked in her own basement, taken hostage by a man who was naked and had cut her phone lines. Officers broke in and arrested that man. A school bus driver in Florida is arrested for drunk driving with children on board. It happened Wednesday in Palm Coast, south of Jacksonville. The local sheriff says Mark McNeil left the bus depot in a bus not assigned to him and picked up 40 children from a middle school. The sheriff says McNeil's supervisor found and stopped the bus. Investigators say McNeil's blood alcohol level was four times over the legal limit He's now on leave and charged with DUI and child neglect. No hall call for Reggie Wayne, the longtime fan favorite, did not make this year's class of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It was Wayne's third year of eligibility, and many considered him a favorite. He spent 14 years with the Colts, setting several team records and playing a huge role in the team's Super Bowl seasons. This year's class does have one strong Indiana connection. Former Notre Dame defensive star Bryant Young made it. He joins players Tony's, Tony Baselli, Cliff Branch, Leroy Butler, Sam Mills, and Richard Seymour. Coach Dick Vermeil and longtime official Art McNally. Jonathan Taylor had a mixed night. The Rams' Cooper Cup beat him out for Offensive Player of the Year. Taylor finishes runner-up. Had he won, he would have been just the second Colt to ever get the award. Taylor's gone home with some hardware, though. The team shared a photo on social media congratulating him for winning FedEx Ground Player of the Year. Taylor led the league in rushing with 1,811 yards. The next closest player was more than 500 yards behind. 
He was named to the Pro Bowl and was a unanimous first-team All-Pro selection. And Team USA is tied with Italy for fifth in the overall medal count. Both have 10. Norway and Austria lead with 14. Canada and the Russian athletes have 12 in the Beijing Olympics. And today, firefighters versus police in an Olympics-style extravaganza. The Carmel Winter Games are back on. The Carmel Police and Fire Departments will compete in human curling, human hungry hippo, and ice trike relay race. It's dubbed as the Hometown Hero Olympics. It's part of the Carmel Winter Games. It starts tonight from 6 to 8 at the ice at Carter Green, right by the Palladium, with the police and fire department squaring off. The Carmel Winter Games is when the public can participate as well. It's Saturday, February 12th, tomorrow from noon to 4. The teams will consist of 4 to 12 people. You do need to register to compete in those games. The funds will go to local Carmel area food pantries. It's a family-friendly event. Be sure to bring the kiddos. Uh, tomorrow, you can have fun with a DJ. They'll be there for the entirety of the games. And from 1 to 3 is a mascot meet and greet. And just a reminder, today's games are just the Carmel Police and Fire Departments. It is open to the public to come watch, though. And we are just two days away from the biggest game of the year, and some lucky Colts fans will be in attendance thanks to a special surprise from a familiar face. News 8's Olivia Ray takes a look at how Jim Ursay is creating lasting memories for some sports fans. For the last couple of years, football has served as a much-needed escape for many, but especially those who have been serving our community through these tough times. As a way to show his gratitude, Colts owner Jim Mercer handpicked a group of local heroes for a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity involving the game that we all love, which brings us here, where this story begins at IPS School 57. So I just responded and said, this is why I think my parents deserve it. And then I woke up and I had hundreds of notifications on my phone. And I was like, what's going on? Um, and then I saw that he said that I won um, for my parents to pack their bags. And so I called my, my mom and dad and my dad answered and uh, he was just like, no way, and he took the phone over to my mom, and she didn't believe me at all. Andrew Bartolacci is the physical education teacher at George Julian School, and he was one of 4,000 Colts fans that responded to this tweet from Jim Ursay last week. To Andrew's astonishment, the story of his parents' survival of cancer and COVID-19 tugged at the Colts owner's heartstrings. I think I was as stunned as they were. I mean, without the Ursay family the, you know, and the Colts, there's a lot that doesn't happen in this city. That family is just incredible with what they do in the community. Over the last two weeks, Ursay has stunned nearly 30 individuals with not only tickets to the big game, but airfare, lodging, and much more for their trips to California. And some of the surprises they pulled off, well, they might be worthy of their own Lombardi. What? You're wow. kidding. Have a wonderful trip. 13-year-old wow. Elliot Preddy has battled sickle cell disease his entire life, and his Riley Kid courage inspired the Ursays. So Preddy's family is Super Bowl bound this weekend. This is something he'll remember for his whole life. He's gone through a great deal, so to, for him to be able to just cut loose and be a kid and go to LA and live it up for a couple oh. days, like we couldn't be happier. And same goes for Stacy Lozer, who for the past 15 years has helped with Colts foster care initiatives. Her dedication to youth in Indy's community was honored with. This is the big thing. I got the big ticket. <laughs> so they literally, I mean, shock and awe when this happened. 
But now the reality's hit and I could not be more excited. Um, talk about bucket list kind of item. I've never been to a Super Bowl. Oh my gosh, you hit it. But that's all about to change. Thanks to an early contender for MVP, Ursay using Super Bowl 56 as a chance to change lives. Olivia Ray, All Access Indy, L.A. And a campaign is underway to get the brand new NFL MVP to come to Indianapolis. Aaron Rodgers won the award last night. But even before that happened, Joseph Wade was pushing hard for him to be a Colt. He's the one paying for a billboard outside the state fairgrounds. It reads, Indy wants Rodgers. It also has a picture of Rodgers' name on a Colts jersey. Our Phil Sanchez got Wade's reaction last night on Unfiltered. Yeah, so we've received, we've received uh, phone calls both sides, um, people's in support and and reaching out saying that they they like the billboard. A lot of a lot of heat from people, obviously saying he's a controversial figure. Wade said he thinks Rogers would love this city. And finally, we'll see the Pacers' new look tonight. The trades over the last week have completely retooled the roster. The biggest new name is Tyrese Halliburton. He says he did not see his move to Indianapolis coming. It's just overwhelming. I mean, I just had no indication. There was no, they gave me no idea that this was going to happen. Like, I was eating breakfast. I was about to go to the facility, and I got a call that I could possibly be traded. And 30 minutes later, I was traded. So uh, it was just overwhelming, so much going on at once. I'm excited to get out and, and uh, see the city a little bit. Uh, I think I'm currently a free agent when it comes to being a football fan. So maybe I'll be a Colts fan. I had Jonathan Taylor in fantasy. He carried me to the championship. And there's a lot of people that, you know, I've talked to have been here and, uh, and, and love it. So I'm just excited to get going. Cleveland is tonight's opponent. So it's the first time we'll see Karis LeVert on the opposing sideline since the Pacers traded him. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. This has been your News 8 Daily 8 for Wish TV. I'm Kylie Conway. Online at wishtv.com and follow us on Facebook when you search Wish TV. This is the News 8 Daily 8 Podcast with Wish TV's Kylie Conway. A Wish TV News 8 update on demand. For even more, on demand and on the go, connect with Wish TV on Facebook at wishtv.com and on the free Wish TV mobile app. Thank you for listening. And be sure to like, subscribe, and follow this podcast for updates every weekday morning on the All Indiana Podcast Network and wherever you get your podcasts.